Okay, this is uh, StoochCast episode 103, Protector of the Ends. I'm your host, Andy Stoochel, and today I have a very special guest here with me, um, Mr. Ian Darty. Ian, what's up? What's going on, Stooch? Not much. How's uh, how's your weekend been so far on this? It's a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Look at this. There's not a cloud. There's a few clouds, but they're like the like the eraser look it's like erased clouds you know what I mean it's a much nicer day than it was like because I think like yeah. Friday was pretty crappy it was like Friday was like gloomy as hell man you like get outside you look at it it's like uh, it's like, like you're on set of the Adams Family it's just always fucking just like gloom and doom typical Irish weekend somebody's died <laughs> <laughs> just, wall- just wallowing just yeah. depressed uh, I did here's what I did this week yesterday I did a do- I did a donut dash in Oakland. It was the, the donut dash where you go, you run a mile, you eat six donuts, and then you run another mile. And then by the end of it, I felt like I was gonna vomit. You're good, dude. That just sounds like you're being set up for failure. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I don't know who's running this thing, but he must wake up I every had, morning laughing. I had like six. I had six of these. Gla- Everyone had to eat six donuts, so it's like. But I had six of these glazed donuts. By the time I was on like number <laughs> three, I was just like, Jesus Christ! Some people were insane though. Like there was, I think the person that won, dude. There was like this short dude, couldn't have weighed more than like 130 pounds, but he just killed it. He just was like a gazelle, just sprinted eight, like six donuts. I don't know how you could do it. That's like, always crazy though, because it's always like the younger. Young, younger, smaller dudes always have like that insane metabolism. Speed. They just run yeah. through that shit. And, like yeah. they have bursts of speed. I don't know if they have the stamina to back it up. Though. It's like remembering back when you were a kid, and it's just like the playgrounds, like how fast everybody was back then because it was just, you didn't have <laughs> yeah. muscle or anything. So you just had you just had kid energy. You just be eating sugar all day. You just be like have bursts of energy. Now it's just yeah, you you're get old. older. You're just like everyone's just hungover. Come like oh, I don't eat. Like you need six cups of coffee just to go through your day. Oh yeah, every kid, every kids are like goosed up on fruit roll-ups and fruit by the foot and fucking gushers and I, like yeah. And then as soon as you like that, yeah, that's the problem because like as soon as you get in like your thirties and like you get just after you put in enough time drinking, like a heavy night of drinking, you're gonna wake up and feel like you're having an aneurysm. <laughs> like it's just like. It's like you just WebMD it and just make it worse. It's like it's like I can feel my heart in my ears, eyes, and arms. <laughs> like, Think about the donut dash. Like a uh, buddy of mine sent me like the time that we both had for it. Frequent guest of the podcast, Keegan Ramser. Need to know. But um, I finished like my time overall was twenty six minutes. So it took me less than six minutes to run a to mile. Run, to run, it took me less than six <laughs> minutes to run the first mile. Then to eat the donuts, it took me almost fifteen minutes. And then to get on mile two it was around seven minutes, and overall it was like ninety three out of one hundred fifteen. It was a, it was like competitive. It was a competitive like donut race. I guess it was a competitive, and then it's just like the light sprint, the light jog version. But no, when I woke up, it's we were there at around like not. We were there at around like nine forty five, and it was rain. It was like drizzling out, but we were like undercover. But it was cold though too. Like it was like a cloudy just. Yeah, it's finally making that transition. It was. It felt like it was like forty eight, like fifty degrees degrees ish out. But it was just yeah, just waiting out there and just like kind of like getting cold. Like I'm like Jesus Christ, I'm gonna get like hypothermia here. I didn't get my flu shot yet. So who's who's, uh? (laughs) Yeah, you you don't get your flu shot. You're gonna you're gonna end up artistic. What uh? (laughs) What what kind of uh? 
Who's sponsoring the donut? What's what's the event for? Is it like a fundraiser? Is it was it a, for like uh, like uh, Austin's playoff, Maryland and you. It's like two guys talking shit on each other. I can run faster than you, yeah. and I'll eat donuts. Yeah, it was just all provided by Duncan, of course. And I went and I got like the Duncan get the coffee. Brew. Yeah. Every everywhere's got the cold brew, like Duncan and Starbucks. It's like the Yankees, Red Sox, Pepsi, you know, Coca Cola. You always got two competing there's, like, it always yeah. ends up with the top two and they're always trying to one up each other well that's what always makes it good is the competition just like all like the uh the way that they you know this cold brew has this thing going for it that one is that you obviously have like the well the name that's been out there thrown for like the longest time but it's like nothing's good without like the good rivalry behind it like yeah. for the long like i mean sports is the reason why it is and shit like yeah for that re- I have no loyalty though. Like I just went and got Dunkin' because <laughs> I just I wanted loyalty. Dunkin' cold brew, and then you know sometimes when I go to a gas station or something, I need like a little pick me up. They don't have Arnold Palmer, iced tea, ninety nine cent. I go and I get one of the the Starbucks double shot, and I get the mocha flavor because it's un- it's unreal. Oh it's yeah, like, it's horrible. It's probably horrible for you. I mean, you read the, you read what's in there, you're like, yeah, no, double shot. I understand that it's like if you want to be healthy, you should just be drinking black coffee. But I don't know if you've ever had just black coffee. I do up. that all the time. Like I get cold brew, but it's like I drink black coffee all the time. I've been doing. Do it you since. only drink the black coffee? I have such Primarily. a. I have such a problem with trying to do that. Like just just taking just black coffee straight. I like cream and sugar too in coffee, but I'll do it on like I'll do it on like a Friday or something. Like it'll it'll be like it'll be like, like it'll Friday's be like my reward. cheat day. It'll be, it'll I'm gonna spoil myself a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's like my reward for the week. It's like okay, I drank all this free black coffee that they give you at work, so now I'm just gonna all right. Now I'm gonna add the cream and sugar into it and really yeah. spice things up. <laughs> I never add sugar. I'm always like, I become like so anal about it. Like recently, I hate it. I hate that I fucking do it. Like, because there's some things that I'll watch, but like as much as I pay attention to one thing, I will easily like skip or miss on something else. Like for some reason, like I'll watch like I, I've gotten to the habit of like looking at the like the nutrition facts on the back of everything now. Like how much sodium is this? How much like fat is in this? Is that good fat? Is that bad fat? Yeah. And then like I'll do that, but then like. I'll just buy a like I'll watch for something like that and then I'll just go buy like a monster and <laughs> just like crush a monster. So I'm like, oh, this is fun, right? It's like the thing is chock full. It might as well be a salt lick. <laughs> like <laughs> that's so the, that's the thing with like um just like with nutrition facts and everything. Like some people are just like, oh, you're fine as long as it's two thousand calories, you can just eat whatever you want. I totally don't think it's it's really like that. I mean, it's, it really does depend on like what you eat. <laughs> yeah. Some people are like, no, man. As long as I don't break two thousand calories, I'm good. It's like, nah. Like, you ever just go and, like have like a beer or two, or just eat like no, some, never. You just, have a, like, you just have a beer. Or two, I go full throttle. I'm no you pussy. Just, you just have like you just have like so you go out like you just have a beer. It's already you get a little bit bloated, or you just get like you eat some bread or whatever. You just already get a little bit pudgy from that, even though it says like in this bread it's only 100 calories a slice or something like that. But you just you feel that in your stomach. Oh uh, yeah, like every time every time we go to a mic or something, it's like I go to the bar and I yeah like again one of the things that like slips through the cracks is just like being health conscious about something else and then go into the bar and I immediately just get like a whiskey and coke so it's like it's like oh I don't drink uh, I don't drink fountain drinks and shit anymore it's like yeah you do idiot <laughs> it's like, yeah I hear you're trying to kickstart an open mic I actually got some good news about it uh, there's two mics that we're trying to get going so the one is actually going to be hopefully starting up here in the next couple of weeks I gotta get uh, I gotta reach out to the 
to the bar and see about what nights, uh, if I can maybe shift a few things, because the only nights that they gave me are Sunday or Monday. And there are already a couple mics going on around now, and I'm obviously not trying to compete with anybody. I just like, you want to get it so it's equally easy to get from one to the next to the next to the next. Yeah. Um, but uh, the dream of mine is to hopefully get it going on a Wednesday, because Scarpazy, shout out Scarps, they uh, they have their open mic, and they're, what, they, they just celebrated like their sixth year or something up there? Yeah. They've been at it for like a long yeah, time. They've been going for a while. They, yeah, they've had like the flags been planted for quite some time. But, like, I would love more than anything to get it going on up there on a Wednesday so that people could go from right over there uh, at Sloppy Joe's, like, on the same drag, and then just walk right over to Scarf. Yeah. It's, it's simple like, enough. It's like boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah. What you mean. I mean, it's the same thing with, like, Trevor and them and shit, dude. Like, whenever they're out at uh, the once a month uh, blind pig yeah, and then out at... Yeah. But it, it gives it gives people more of an incitement to go to the one and then stay for the other. Yeah. Because, like, I don't... I mean, New Kent isn't exactly a... An easy commute. <laughs> yeah, I know. When I drive out to get there from my, it's about like, it's about a half hour drive. Yeah. Oh, from you? Half hour. Oh, half an hour's not bad. Half hour, like, uh, thirty-five. I mean, just to all go all the way out. It's like I'm like it's a lot, but I don't know. I, I, it's I, all the I, way I, out in like the other end. It's like the last couple little bits of like Allegheny County. <laughs> it's last, like you're on the cusp. <laughs> last yeah, cross over to Toronto. <laughs> yeah, but I but I'm hoping to get that mic here started in the next couple couple weeks i am going to try to talk to the people and see if i can kind of budge them into giving me like a wednesday slot if not then it's going to be monday it's probably like around seven so that everybody can go you can hit that go right to the moose then from the moose right go right over to ham bones and do that i actually uh last night while i was over at my buddy's bar on etna porkies shout out porkies uh they are trying to get a comedy uh night started out there uh but the thing is with that they want to try to turn it into like a showcase thing yeah so kind of like the way like jeff Field Fieldhouse runs his with uh up at mount troyan yeah uh i want to kind of have like a similar feel to it like that but i think what jeff does he always has like variety so it's like not just straight up comedy but he has bands he has artists and stuff like that yeah Yeah. say yeah lack of better artists across the board so it's like an open invitation to anybody who wants to come yeah, like and perform. Yeah, like poetry or like, you know, folk music, rap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> rock, and rolling. <laughs> yeah, you can come up there with spoons and do shit with like, you know, magic. I don't know. Whatever the hell you wanted to do. But um, he, uh, the, the owners were trying to talk to me about that. They actually reached out to me and asked me. Uh, and I was telling them. So more to come on that eventually. But they want to try to do something uh, at least once a month. And I said, try to start out as once a month. If it grows in popularity, maybe turn it into a weekly thing or a bi-weekly thing or something like that. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, something immediately. I'm not sure to kind of run it the same way. Either have it as like a strict comedy showcase, or maybe do something similar to the way Jeff does, like a variety. Because I think with the with the mixed with the mixed atmosphere, you can kind of get a lot more people to come there. And like by breaking it up, you're not just throwing like. Like, I don't know, how many times you go to Hambones and stuff and, like, at the end of the night on a Thursday just because of, like, how many comedians are there, you kind of have to, like, whip the crowd back into it after they've been sitting there for, like, three hours of comedy. Yeah. And it's just, oh, like... You just gotta, I just go and just do my shit, you know? I mean, you works. do it. You want to do well. But it's, like, the thing is, like, people by yeah, the end of the night, they're... Yeah, you gotta kind of, like... They're kind of comedied out by, like... Yeah, you gotta have to, like, gain a sense and maybe, like, interact with them a bit or something like that. If nobody's really been interacting with them or just try to, like... You know, treat it like as it is and just be in the moment. That's kind of like what I've been doing with my act a little bit. It's like I've started like, it's like before, before I've never wanted, I just, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to go up there, do my jokes, do my bits, do whatever, and then just move on. But like, that's, uh, the fun thing about it is like now with kind of interacting with the crowd, you get kind of people, 
just more involved, more fu- like open, more just interactive and stuff. It, it, it does kind of help anybody who's like if if they've been at it for like a while, it's enough to grab them and get them back into the show a little bit, yeah. or at least like inch them in the right direction. Yeah. Did you know like there was something going on right near the uh, Bill Mazarowski? <laughs> Who is it? Bill Maz. Bill Maz. Mazarowski. That it's like the anniversary of when he hit that home run back in 1960. Oh no shit! Wait, what are they Today, doing? I saw like there's like a gathering of people there. I swear to God, I saw Greg Brown walk. Did he fuck there. up? They're protesting him now. <laughs> yeah, I saw Greg Brown. I looked over and I was like, "That looks like Greg Brown." Like the pirate <laughs> broadcast. They're like walking. I didn't stand, but I just. You know, Noah's walking around the streets. I was like, okay, that's cool. Well, dude. That's back when the Pirates were good, you know, 40 years ago since the last title. Well, they finally had to change it up and stuff. It's like, it's, it's, dude, what was it, what is it, like a couple weeks ago or something? They, uh, they finally dumped off Clint Hurdle. They finally dumped him. They dumped off Clint. But, like, who they, uh, who's the new guy? I don't know him. I'm not following baseball as often as you might think. Yeah, they still haven't, they still haven't hired a guy. But, um, oh, I thought they were looking at a guy. Are they gone they're, they're, they're looking. They'll probably promote with them. Whoever like uh, leads the AAA or AA team, and they'll probably promote from there. But yeah, just the Pirates. It, it's just I don't know, like the Pirates offense. Like this year, offensively they weren't bad. Like they were pretty good. They had some good young guns come up, like uh, guys like uh, Reynolds and stuff like that. But um, Josh Bell had a really big year. But like their pitching sucked, and like in the playoffs. Two good pit like Garrett Cole's like a Cy Young contender now. Yeah, like Garrett Cole has like three hundred strikeouts. I think he's like one of uh, very few pitchers have done that. That's all I know. Three hundred strikeouts in the season. <laughs> and then um, another guy, Charlie Morton. He used this to guy's like, breaking boundaries. To out he used to not be able to strike out anybody. Now he's striking out, you know, two hundred forty batters a year. So I don't. It's just if the Pirates would just kept those two guys, they could have been a playoff team. But I, you know, we got. Baseball's over, but we got the uh, Thank God. Steelers now. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Tonight's uh, gonna be crippling. Why do they call? Why do they call him Duck Dynasty? Is it just because he won something? He won like a he won like, like a duck bill, like the third string quarterback that's going up, Devlin Hodges. I've been trying to ask everybody about this dude because I went to the game last week, and I actually said, "How was that being there?" Yeah. I get to go to uh, yeah, there's there's like a big problem because I always talk to my uh, I always talk to people about it because I end up getting to go to a bunch of games because a buddy of mine his dad owns a f- uh, like a firm or something and he has like season tickets so whenever he doesn't sell the tickets is uh, my buddy uh, will always ask but I'll always ask like the night before like the day of like what are you doing it's like you know what I'm doing <laughs> I'm going to the game I'm I'm watching the game regardless whether yeah. I'm in the stadium or I'm at some like dive bar but. Uh, he has amazing seats. They're like right by where like the kickers practice and shit. And uh, but getting to go there uh, last week, I went with my little cousin and we sat up in like the nosebleeds. And it was just like, man, I feel like I'm in the trenches back up here with like salt of the earth people, not like down there where you just have like they're talking about stocks and bonds and shit. It's like I don't know if you've read the New York Times lately, but we are in trouble. <laughs> it's just like everybody yeah, down there. When you're up in the higher seats of Steeler game, I'm sure it's. Yeah, everybody down. Here. Yeah, everybody down there closer. Should have just like you're sitting with like oil barons. It's <laughs> just like I just, I just want nobody else around me. This is my section. Descendants of uh, Carnegie and Frick. You know, right. Just hanging out. <laughs> but like, yeah, being down there and like seeing like, uh, I it's just like, you never feel like you belong there. It's like whenever you get upgraded, 
It's like whenever you get upgraded on like a fucking flight or whatever, it's like you're not only sitting in first class. Like everybody in there is just like you could sit with us, but we know what the fuck's up, right? You know, you're not the kind that we sits know you're here. Not, we know this is big for you. Yeah, it's like we know this is the best day of your life. This is a this is a Tuesday for me. All right, so <laughs> yeah, please and also exactly. yeah, <laughs> but like I the problem is with like getting to go to the games all the time. It's like I I feel like I do not appreciate what like anybody else if they get to go to a game for like the first time in God knows how long. Cause like I get to go so often, and I sit in like the really like de- like the amazing seats. He has, he has great seats, and like sitting up in the nosebleeds, I was just like, I would think I would much rather sit in the nosebleeds, just because like you're up there with like just regular schmoes and regular schmucks that just like got the time to come to this great event and see the team that they love they get play. Too. Oh, they're yeah, they're wild. Them. Everybody is so much more interactive and wild and crazy up there versus like yeah. It's 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 lawless. It might as well be fucking lawless up there. Yeah. People, people are throwing shit. They're whipping says, everything. Yeah, Devlin Hodges was a duck calling champion, so that's why they call him Duck Dynasty. So that's where you got the name from. We uh, he's our third our third string starting quarterback. I wonder how we'll do. I do not believe we're gonna be a dynasty. <laughs> yeah, not with, not with, yeah, not with him. It's like I love how optimistic the media is, but uh, I didn't, dude. I, I dude, half the people never even heard of this people, and now some people just went and like Googled and Wikipedia a few things. Better for the Steelers ever since they got, uh, they traded to get what's his name? What from Miami? Yeah, Fitzpatrick. Oh yeah, he's becoming a clutch. He's, good. he's becoming a clutch on the Steelers. Like, defense, making like, plays, making them work. Allowed, they've only allowed like they've only allowed like two hundred seventy yards a game. They've been getting sacks. They've been getting turnovers. So defense looks good. I think by the end of the year, that defense is going to be really good. It's just now that the offense is going to totally suck. I mean, like, if Big Ben does come back next year, I mean, how good do you really expect him to be? Like, even when he was playing earlier this year. He Dude, he's got two good. or three. He's got two or three years left. And that was, like, two or three years ago. That was, like, two or three years ago. I don't see him coming back next year and just really, like, lighting it up like the Big Ben. It's like, what kind of Big Ben are we going to get? Is, are we going to get, like, a end of it? Like, this is it? This is the end of my career? Or could it be one of those things whenever... Peyton Manning and Tom Brady came back after they had a year off late in their careers. Now this is like similar. It's like, isn't that weird? Big Ben. Big Ben. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, they've all had like a, a major season ending. Like, it, like I'm glad you're like, putting oh. them all in the same category. Yeah, <laughs> yeah most people all would all agree. Penguins. Those those three names belong together. <laughs> now Big Ben, he's, he's definitely like, he's a peg down. Probably like one peg down from both of them. I did a real piece of shit move the other day. Like, I, uh, like, now that we, like, you know, I think it's, like, now that, uh, Ben's kind of out for the season and we have, like, now we have a third-string quarterback that nobody's fucking ever heard of. Yeah. Uh, Rudolph Slay's been broken. We, um, I was at the bar and I was talking to a bunch of buddies of mine, and, uh, like, the one thing about Pittsburgh football is everybody, rev- like, just revels in the fact of how good we were in the 70s. And like doing Still to this day, that's almost gonna be. It's like, like something we hold ago. on to for so long yeah. about like, dude, because we what what four fucking titles in in the entire decade of the seventies. It's and, like a it's like an origin myth, you know what I mean? Like Romulus and Remus for Rome. Yeah, it's gonna be like we're gonna be. It'll be like a hundred years since then, but you'll still see like the murals of those players at every bar you go to of just like Jack yeah, just Lambert legendary. It's yeah, it's insane. It's just Jack yeah. Lambert, fucking, fucking Joe Green, like every like you get like all these fucking like amazing legendary players like Terry Bradshaw still spitting out his info every fucking you know on Sports Center. It's been like yeah, it's been like forty. That's how much. That's how big like sports is, and it's just how you can just market yourself. Where it's like I wonder, it's like how AB and just. Left all the way, they just like left town. You know, it's just kind of like if you endeared yourself to the city, 
it's like you can make money off of that forever. Forever. Like, but, li- like, listening to those people that grew up in that era, like, during the 70s, of him just being like, man, those were some games. You should have seen those, like, the Immaculate Reception, this, and, like, spitting off all that. The other day I was – I think it was last week, whatever, I was watching the football game, and, like, we ended up losing just barely. I was just like, god damn it, if I wouldn't want to see Randall L. just whip a touchdown pass to Heinz Ward again. We are now – I'm now part of that bracket, but – for the for the 2010s when we won all of our fucking stuff right there or the, or the 2000s I mean yeah whenever we got because like 2005 we won 2008 we won it's just like God I would love to go back and see some of those fucking games again yeah. and just like now that's gonna be our shit what I remember is like Colts versus Steelers in that 2005 playoff game yes whenever they up, they upset uh, Peyton Manning and them because they they were the number one seed the Colts yeah and they just big bad on a shoestring to the bus bus fumble. And then, uh, oh, yeah. He was running it back, and Big Ben tacked that same season. The, the shoestring tackle. Yeah. Yeah, that was an insane. I remember that. Because I heard Nick Harper got stabbed or something by his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what? I heard that. Let me look that. That was like... It's like, you son of a bitch. Not, yeah, let me... Why don't you hold on to this and write in his gut? <laughs> got stabbed, like, in the leg or something. Here, I'll... Thank God he's not our kicker. <laughs> like the boss. Oh, uh, dude. Boz? Boswell. <laughs> it's like, he well. does Boswell, doesn't he? <laughs> it's like, dude, the one thing is like, I'd love, there's a, uh, whenever the Steelers games and my buddy's seats, there's some lady that sits like a couple rows back and we're like right by the kickers and it does not matter if she sees Boswell. He's just like hanging, dude, he'd be drinking a Gatorade and she's just like, let's go, boss. Dude, up, boss. It's like, he's not even on the field. Dude, here, yeah, seriously, I'm reading this. On January 14, 2006, Harper was involved in an altercation with his wife that resulted in him getting out with the, getting cut with a knife in his right leg, requiring stitches. The next day, after the Colts had finished first in the AFC 14-2 record, the team faced the Steelers in the second round of the playoffs, and they beat him. So it's like, isn't that insane how it's like the dude got, got stabbed in the leg was probably at around 70 to 80 percent. Gets tackled by big. That's like a divine intervention, like right there. It, that's weird how you play a guy after getting cut, but I guess you're just like you're our best corner. Yeah, it's like, well, listen, you rub some dirt on that and get back there because it's play this playoff football. We get some shit. Our season's on the line, dude. Did I really <laughs> saying that? I'm talking about a game that was 13 years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just in the distant, like past, like nobody gives a shit. I know, but no, that's what I mean. Like the 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 same people. That are old now that revel in the fact of like how amazing the Steelers were in the seventies. It's like we're now gonna be type of the like those types of Troy, yeah, the people that are just like dude, James Ferrier, Joey Porter, Heath Miller, yeah, like our guys. So whenever we were, we were younger and we got to like just enjoy that like growing up. Jeff Reed, uh, as crazy, crazy as Jeff Reed, crazy alcoholic kicker Jeff Reed. That guy is a fucking legend, dude. He's kicking he's kicking hand dryers off of fucking stuff in bathrooms. <laughs> Yeah, he's a maniac. Like, you could be an alcohol. Like, if you're a kicker, it's like, as long as you just make the field goals and stuff like that. He's like, just, I got one job. You put you that could, goddamn ball in those uprights. You could just he's like, be right. a party animal because back then he was probably making, you know, like a million or two a year back when he was like. He could come kicker. out with the belt still tied around his arm and just being like, I'm going to kick, uh, kick it up there. That's where I'm supposed to kick it. All right. He <laughs> just, just party. Yeah, the guy was just nuts and just party like crazy. How did he get cut? I guess he just missed too many kicks like one year. They were like, all right, you're done. Well, uh, we don't have that. For like nine, ten years. Dude, we don't have that same mentality and shit. With like, dude, think about how bad Boswell was the one year. Last and like, year, is, yeah. is, is his. He's been doing well this year. Yeah, but uh, yeah. This year. The year before, he, year. Was the year before he, was, he won them like. He went four or from five the. Games. Yeah, he went from like how many like game winning 
field goals to like he's just whiffing at like the twenty, like whiffing on twenty yard field goals, just yeah. fucking him up, just widely like shanking him, <laughs> like every single one sliced or shanked in like a ridiculous direction, or he's like just shy or. He, Oh, dude, who is that? Uh, I was laughing so hard. I think at like the beginning of the season, or maybe it was like the end of last season or something, where uh, I think it's the kicker for Chicago. They have so many highlight. I I believe it's Chicago. I might be I might be mistaken. Every single time they have like a game winning field goal that he has to make, he is the most notably known for kicking the fucking ball and hitting the posts like every time. They have, like, so many of him just kicking it. Like, he – whatever game it was, the most recent one where he fucking kicked it and he missed. He hit the post. I don't know who it was, but the person in the studio who has, like, just immediately went with, like, a highlight reel of all his things. is like, how the hell did you get these so quick? Where they're just like, let's go back to 2009 and then again in 2007 where he's out here just kicking them right at the pole. <laughs> like, it's just like as soon as he did it, they had him, like, on deck ready to go. It's like, ah, and the Bears lose. Let's check all the other times this guy fucked up royally. <laughs> it's just like, he's probably just like, no, don't do any of those. He's probably just like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> like, oh it, it was so funny. It was like right, it, to have that that ready, just like, no, just like, I'm not saying he's not going to kick the post, but we have these five other times that he did it. I'm just going to put them on deck, do with them what you will. <laughs> it's like, they have him in like B-roll footage of the studio. Yeah, that's <laughs> But speaking speaking of um, sports and stuff, just staying on topic there. Tonight's game. What do you what do you what do you think overall? Just when they go out. Of the Chargers. Ugh. Fucking Rivers. Chargers. Rivers is uh. Rivers is a clutch anything. dude. Oh, he's not. Yeah, but he's. I'm not gonna say Eli he's Manning, like. Eli Manning and Big Ben. I'd, I'd pick those two over uh, Philip Rivers. I know, but it's like he's he's certainly not like one of the. I think he's accepted it. He's a contender for sure, but it's like the same thing. It's like you can't. He's never won. Never won. But I don't think he'd go down in the same history as, like, say, like Dan Marino. Like Dan Marino is still like one of the best quarterbacks to ever yeah, play the game, still say but that. never fucking won. Which is he had he had all the career record passing yard touchdowns. Yes, like his second, third. You, you know, he had a season record for passing touchdowns. Like he broke everything, but just never won. Because think of like you couldn't even name any other players on those Dolphins teams. It was just Dan Marino. No, it's not where... Yeah, that, that, it that's, was just... That was it. And I think Dan that's Marino. the problem. I yeah. think that's what I'm really trying to get at here, Stooge. Yeah, you couldn't name anybody else. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like... Wow. Yeah. That's how good he was. <laughs> yeah, the fact that it's like, you remember Dan Marino, but unfortunately never made the... Like, I mean, that was the argument, like, how long ago with uh, Ovechkin? Like, when they finally... The Capitals finally won a, uh, a Stanley Cup, which is, like, how, how amazing Ovechkin was. But, like... The argument is like, are they really the best unless they have the the ring or the cup or the fucking trophy or whatever yeah. to back to back it up? Got like, together. Oh, they did it. Yeah, but nobody nobody has that argument for Dan Marino. Like, nah, man, he's he's the guy can sw- throw some picks getting around. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, as far as Philip Rivers is concerned, I'll bet. What even is their record right now? Are you doing fantasy football right now? I am. I forgot to start it, dude. How many league, How many leagues are you in? <laughs> I'm just in one. How many leagues are you? In? I got a buddy. I'm in one. I got a buddy of mine who is insane with this shit. Anybody who's out there who is playing fantasy football and is in five, six different leagues at like twenty to fifty to a hundred bucks a pop, you need to call a number, man. <laughs> just call one number, and then they're gonna get you straightened out. I don't know. I love I love fucking sports as much as the next guy, but like one is enough, dude. I used to have a buddy of mine who would play fantasy baseball. That just sounds exhausting. Uh, for how many great. fucking games there are? To keep track, yeah, for like a hundred, 
62 games. Dude, yeah, because what is because like football has, you know, how many how many games do we have? Like 14, 16? Yeah, we've sixteen games or something. And then hockey has like what eighty maybe maybe higher than that. I know that hockey has half the amount that baseball does, and baseball is an insane like the having to take that much time to really focus in on that many like players and that many games like that often it just sounds exhausting it sounds fucking exhausting to try to like keep up with that yeah like fantasy hockey would be built would be bad enough but like fantasy baseball just seems like crippling <laughs> and like i forgot to start a wide res- well i had a wide receiver in but he was out for the game sammy watkins because he just like i was so he, pissed he i wanted sammy on, watkins he exploded on the scene like week one he had like three receiving touchdowns crazy i had him start and he nailed it for me I've, uh, Travis Kelsey? They're tight end. Casey's tight end. I believe that's Kelsey. He's good. George Kittle's really good, too. Yeah, last season, whenever, last season when I was playing, Sammy Watkins and, well, I mean, Casey just murdered that entire season anyway until they got up and lost to the Patriots. (laughs) But I'm projected to win. It says I have a 75% chance of winning, even though, like, Do you have any money thrown into this? Uh, we put, I think we throw in, like, 25 for everybody yeah. at the end of the year, and then yeah, I'm doing twenty bucks. I was like, I'll feel I'll feel fine about losing twenty bucks. I don't want to lose hundred and fifty bucks. My <laughs> team. Now, but I gotta say, I'll bet we, I'll bet we inch this one out. I'll bet we inch this one out. I'll bet it'll be really close, but I'll bet we win by like a slim margin. For what? For the football game. For us playing against Chargers. You think the Steelers win tonight? I think they win tonight. I, I'm putting it behind them. I'll bet we get it done. I, I, I don't know. I think um, you have every reason to be skeptical, for sure. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I just think, I just think it's like West Coast games. The Steelers struggle going on the West Coast to play for some reason. Like I remember them going out to Oakland. That's a struggle. Well, San Fran came San here. Fran. Fucking. Or wait, we were out, oh, we were out, we were out there. We were out there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that San Fran. They're fucking. They're still. They're still uh, undefeated, right? Yeah, with Garoppolo. Jimmy, Jimmy G. Yeah, he's got all that porn star that. pussy. That must be. <laughs> Heard about that? You don't, you don't care. Yeah, he's just like, it's what he it is, man. Big he's like, I'm not sorry. Big... I'll do it again. <laughs> Garoppolo like barely played. He played well, but he barely played. And then he immediately goes and he signs for like a hundred some million dollars yes. for that contract. That's insane. How much they just they're willing to pay quarterbacks just because they're good for like a, a, just a handful of games. Yeah, he. He fucking really had... I mean, he's having an amazing season. Yeah. He's having a fucking amazing season. But, like... Yeah, I... I don't know. What are, you, what are you picking for the fucking final score of this game? Chargers and Steelers. I'd, I'd say... I bet you it's, like... It'll be, like, 28 Chargers. And then I think the Steelers... I think the Steelers offensively, they're, they're just going to struggle. They're going to get, like, I bet... 10, 13 points. Because I just think you, they have that You know, there's going to be a duck call that's going to go off during, like... <laughs> They're they're in the half like all right guys we gotta get the fuck back out there. I just think they'll game they'll game plan for the dude. It's like they're like all right this is the starter we're gonna game plan for him because like last game you know it's like you don't really look at the third so you know what I mean you don't really look up the look at the backup as much. I mean you do you take notes all right what's this guy got just in case if he comes in but really you're focused on the starters now we have this third string guy he was like undrafted rookie I think they're just gonna look and look at his college tape and stuff and just find his weaknesses and. Yeah, Dude, I, can you even imagine what would happen if that guy goes down? <laughs> if he goes down, like, they're gonna have to do like it's gonna be like to call Randall out. That's what gonna have to do. It's gonna be like it's yeah. What is that? The uh, is that Invincible? Whenever they had uh, Mark Wahlberg, where they had open open uh, tryouts for the for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, 
Yeah. Just be like, anybody who wants to come in and thinks they can throw a ball pretty good, like, it's like, get this guy a jersey. You know how many dads are going to be going out to their cars and just popping the trunk and just grabbing out the football that's been there for, like, 15 years? Be like, now's your time. <laughs> You've been out in the backyard just hucking this thing around. You get out there and you show them. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Well, when's Rudolph expected to come back? I have no clue. He's in concussion protocol. I bet it's, like, a couple games. Because it's like now it's just all right. You've been concussed, so now you have to sit out for a bit. But I'm gonna I'm, let me look that up. Dude, I was laughing. I was laughing so hard last week at the game. Whenever like, like everybody's just like, oh shit, hit, he, when he got hit or whatever. No. I was like, well, it's not funny that he got hit or whatever, but it's just like he probably got. Was, was there a flag ever called, or was it a light flag? Like, I've heard conflicting. I do not think there was a flag. I don't think it was a flag. I did notice that their uh, that their cart broke down, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, they had to, <laughs> they had to push it. Like Paul you had to Bear, see like them Paul pushing Bear, it off. Like yeah, four men on each side, like Paul. Bear. Just moving the cart off the field, but like I, yeah, I was laughing because I was thinking, I was like, dude, you think he got hit so hard that he's like in the, <laughs> he's he's in the locker room now. It's like. Did somebody lose a friend or a family member recently? It's like, oh shit, Rudolph thinks he's a median now. He returned, <laughs> he returned, returned to practice. He returned to practice? Four days ago. So oh, they said he's in the protocol. He's, still, he's definitely missing today. Um, I guess depending on how that game goes, will affect whether or not he plays next. If they still just get murdered tonight, they're gonna, they're, they're definitely going to push like, okay, come back, come back. But if like Hodges holds his own, they're going to be like, all right, I think we'll wait a bit. But <laughs> really, you're down to your third. You're down to your third streak. And to be honest, you know, Connor hasn't been very good. You can look up his stats. Him and Samuel's like running the ball. Like, the line hasn't begun to push. Like the run game's been off. They're still act. Here's my thing. You're at your third string quarterback. You, you gotta get a running game go. You gotta establish something. Yeah. If they go, if they go into like shotgun formation, trying to do dink and dunk like screen passes, it's like how many, how many dumb over the middle passes are you gonna have when it's like, yeah, they they dump it over the middle, get like three or four yards, and then like that, and then yeah, you just notice when the wildcats come and you can just, you just yeah, they they need to establish. They're using the old playbook. They're using old playbooks and shit for like stuff that they they just need, they need to revamp. NFL's tough nowadays because like playing Smash Mouth style football, just like having a crushing defense and a killer run game. It's like it's it, well, that's, that's not, that was still anymore because that's concussed. That's that's just you know very prone to injury stuff like that. So now it's just more you open up the passing game like three, four wide receiver sets and stuff like that. Well, it's like, how many times are they going to have, like, somebody leading with the helmet or, like, going right into, like, the chest or, go, or like, right under the jaw and right into... You're trying to how somebody tackles, too. It's like, you lean in, you're leaning in with your head. It's like, if you're trying to do that, you're going to fuck up your spot. Like, I leaned in like this. It fucks up your whole spine if you're going in for a tackle. Why do you think? Like, that's going to cause injury. What do you think, Shay Zero has something to say about that? Yeah. <laughs> It, that's, it's, it's just the way they're trying to get teach, him on the horn it's like the way they're trying to teach players Guys, how to tackle it's like, it's like uh, it's, I mean tackling in itself is an unsafe move but it's just like the way they're trying yeah, to adjust the tackling the, the way they're trying to adjust the tackling you're out there yeah the way they're trying to adjust the tackling that's not very safe either because you're tackling in like a weird way that fucks up your back I'm telling you you fuck up your back your spine oh boy it's you're done it's over yeah, I know. You get Rudolph had good stats, though, too. I was looking. He completed, like, 67% of his pass. Seven TDs, only two picks. His QB rating was 102. Is that this year? Yeah. That's this year? Rudolph, yeah. And um, in the run game, the run game's been horrible. They've only attempted to run 95 times so far this year. For <laughs> 335 yards. They're okay. averaging three and a half yards a carry. Connor only has two touchdowns. Connor has 58 attempts 
194 yards, two touchdowns, 3.3 yards a carry. That dude's got to be better. Samuels has 18 carries for 50 yards. That's 2.8 yards. That's that sucks. You can't. That's not. Ex- that's like nobody does that in the NFL. No, no. They need to get. Yeah, they need to establish. I mean, dude, how long was that for? Like, I know you're saying that's like not the effective way to go about it anymore. But like for the longest time, I mean, we had the bus. We had. I'm doing it again. I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> and like the bus, we just. It, it's just give them in and run it down their throats. That was what. That was. Pittsburgh football, that was Steelers football, was just give it to them, run it right down their throats, amazing defense, and just the run game was was second to none. Yeah. That's, that's all we did. Just run it right down their throats. And I I wish we the could Steelers get back Steelers only have, I'm looking here, they've only had uh, 1,100 passing yards the whole season. So they're on pace for like 3,300 passes. That's like low in today's. And yeah, low. for today's standards. It's like 200 passing yards a game. Like, 15 years ago, that wouldn't. That would have been standard, you know what I mean? Right. 200 yards again. Now <laughs> yeah. it's like... Oh, well, the my guys are wearing leather? Now the average quarterback, it's like... It's 250 yards a game for us, like, passing-wise. 250, 275 yards. It's just, you just go downfield now. It's a downfield yeah. Game. But the defense, I have hope. Because Devin Bush has been... Devin Bush has been really good. He's on pace for, like, you know, like 140 tackles. Right. As, like, a rookie, a couple picks, a couple sacks, forced fumbles. I mean, you know, that's rookie of the year shit. If you get, like, 140 tackles a rookie year. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think just overall, the guys we got. I, I, what I said earlier, I think by the end of the year, the defense is going to be one of the best in the league. Just with all that talent. They have 10 first-round picks on defense. Like, they better play like it. You think we're going to have a reinforced steel curtain again? It'll be – I think just – it would be really good. My concern is that the offense will suck. Yeah. It won't be enough to get them over. No, I don't think so either. But the offense is going to really fucking maybe struggle. Maybe they'll go draft. Well, they did trade a pit. They, they, they traded the first round for Minka. So maybe they're thinking Ben and Juice. I mean, they put their money on Connor. But at the same time, it's like you're thinking running backs are a dime a dozen. You can get one in the, third, in the second or third True. round now. True. And they'd be a good starter. Um, receiver, I mean, you have Juju, but... Maybe they go out and get one. They need better, like, play at receiver. And then uh, the line, it's like, we all thought the line would be a strength. But they have been. They, I don't think they have allowed many sacks, but they can't get a – I just think they – what I'm trying to get at is I just think they need to, like – you're down to your third-string quarterback. You should probably run the ball because you haven't been really good at that all year and your team is 1-4. and four. But I'm looking at the stats overall, and it's just like – Stuff isn't like adding up. It's like Steelers look like they shouldn't be one of them, but yet they are. You know what I mean? Right. But, you know that's what happens when you lose your quarterback. Well, I wasn't saying to think that like if we won that game against the Ravens and stuff that we could be leading our division. Yeah, because our division's horrible. And I was looking. I've been looking at the schedule. And the schedule's like <coughs> these are the teams we play. So maybe I'm slowly building up hope now. <laughs> I've gone from they're going to lose to the chart, but. If they play the Chargers, depending yeah. on that, because you got Andy Glass games. half full Stoochel. <laughs> they play Miami Dolphins. They're hor- Dolphins are horrible. That's oh, yeah. Game. They might as well be the Make-A-Wish team. And then the Colts, they lost Andrew Luck, so I'm assuming the Colts are horrible. That's a home game, too. And then you got the L.A. Rams. That's going to be tough. But they're coming here. And then you're at the Browns. Ooh. Browns, I don't know. That's a flip. That could be whatever. Dude, the Browns are not exactly a pushover team this year. The ba- at the Bengals, they suck. And then you got the Browns at home. And at the Car, I'm assuming the Cardinals suck. The Bills are actually pretty good. The Jets suck. And then the Ravens are good. So it's like, yeah. look at the schedule. It's like, I don't, like, 
I don't know. Again, we're good. That's, good. That's it. That's why they play the games. We're going to have to see tonight, and, uh, you know, you're at your third-string quarterback, so it's I'm not expecting, like, him to be lights out, but if he can do decent, it's like, and get, pull out a win, it's like, yeah, there's definitely some hope there. But I, I remain optimistic, it. Andy. I'll bet we win, but I bet it's going to be a lot closer than you think. All right. There you go. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna say 23-20 Steelers. I'll say 28. Actually, I'll change it. I'll say 24 to like 13. The Chargers win. 24 13. That's what I'm saying. All right. All right. I have, my nice, I have my nice $5 like Steelers hoodie I got from the red, white, and blue thrift store. <laughs> it's nice as fuck though. It's like it's like a throwback to it's like it, like the stitching on it's kind of like 90s ish. Or early two thousands ish, and it's just like nice to wear around. It's real. It's very dad esque. It's re- it's very something your dad. Would oh, you look like a fun dad, oh, yeah, like rolling around and shit. It's like, hey, gel my hair now. I'm just like, yeah. Like, like, you know, I'm a cool dad in his 30s. Yeah. Yeah, you're a slick, cool stepdad. It's just like, listen, I'm gonna give you this beer, but don't tell your mother, okay? Get out of here, you scamp. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah I actually, the one thing I do not have is enough uh, memorabilia for sports teams. Like, I do, uh, I have, like, a bunch of fucking terrible towels. Uh, they're all pink, though, because they gave away for free. <laughs> I, put Uber, I was Uber driving, and uh, I Uber drove um, his mom and her son. They left the game, and they left their terrible towels in the car. So there was, like, one regular terrible towel, and then there was one pink one. So I'm like, ah, I'll take those. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to have yeah, these. Me, yeah, they left them for me. That was part of my tip. But uh, they came from Reno, Nevada. Oh, no shit. There's I, a lot of people that come in from all over. Yeah, to go to a Steeler game. It's a hell of a lot of people. Yeah, Everybody has their signs up. like, I came from here to Texas. I was like, ooh, you're going to go home disappointed. <laughs> I Uber drove a guy who was from San Antonio. And this was all for that game last week. Uber drove up San Antonio. There was um, Reno, and then there was Wyoming. Nice. Where people came, and they were all Steelers fans. Yeah. I've seen people come from, like, Seattle. Or at least Washington, something like that and stuff. I was just yeah. like, to Pittsburgh, to see this? <laughs> I'd say overall, it's the fan base is probably like... like the Cowboys are probably the biggest, no lie. Well, that's America's team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's America's team, but... That's a trademark they put after the name. Yeah, they say that's America's team, but I don't think it's America's team in certain parts of America. <laughs> like, nobody gives a shit about the Cowboys. Yeah. The funny thing is, dude, like, I love seeing, like, uh... Steelers bars that pop up every now and again like I and I think this is like a far-fetched I really don't think this is what they said there was a whenever I went over to uh, Europe probably like a two years ago yeah it'd be about two years now whenever I went over to Europe I went to France and they said there was a Steelers bar over in France I was like there it there I was like there is not nobody over there gives a shit it was in Paris I was in Paris and uh, they said it was a Steelers bar over there so we went over there and uh, they did have the football game on, but I wouldn't categorize this place as a Steelers bar. So there and was, was no black and gold. There was like, what, no black and gold. No, uh, no relics of no nothing that insinuates any type of connection with Pittsburgh football. It's just, football. Football. It just an NFL football bar. Probably. Yeah, and yeah. it was yeah, it was a it was a Steelers bar for the wrong reasons because it was like I was over there the year that we lost to Jacksonville, and uh, there was a bunch of fucking Patriots fans over there. I was like, you pieces of shit. Who the hell do you think? What are you doing over here? And like, everybody, it was a Steelers bar because everybody was cheering against the Steelers. So it felt like I was over there trying to gain my independence and just being like, listen, guys, Pittsburgh Nation, we run pretty deep. 
And that's why we're over here, right? Though it's not what you think it is. <laughs> like, I love the fact that, like, they have, like, all types of Steelers bars, like, all over. Definitely my favorite one... Really, my favorite Steelers bar is the fact that there's a Steelers bar in Baltimore. I was like... I always think it's like <laughs> like they're setting you up for failure. Like you're going over there like, it's listen, crap. we'll put one here. We'll get them all in. And then we're going to burn that thing to the ground. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, they might as well have like a box with a stick and a string with like a fucking terrible towel underneath it. Just be like, it's like, which one of you dinks is going to get over here? <laughs> oh, I'm going to go to Europe so bad. Where did you go? When you went to Europe, where did you visit? Jesus. All right. So my she entire trip, far. my entire trip of Europe, I just, I went to London and then I went to Paris. Okay. But the thing was, I went and whenever I went over there, I took Wow Airlines. And, uh, uh, back when it was super discount and they, they just stopped one day. Yes. It's the right. fire festival of the sky. <laughs> so they just up and quit one day and just being like, hey, we're not flying today. It's like, no, 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 no. But I have to get home. It's like, yeah, I know. You should have flown United. I don't know what to tell you. They just <laughs> abandoned people, dude. It's the same. But it, it, yeah, it took literally nothing. So what happened was I ended up having to like, so what they hopscotch. So it's a company that's located out of Iceland, I want to say. Because like I think their main hub is like in Reykjavik. Yeah, it's in Reykjavik, Iceland. So it's like 500 bucks both way round trip. You will, you will go from wherever you're starting to Reykjavik, Iceland, layover, put you back over to wherever the hell you're going to go. And uh, the thing was... The main airport in London is Heathrow, right? Yeah, I didn't land there. <laughs> I landed in Gatwick. So then it instantly became into like, I, I I took the red eye, which was fucking, there's nowhere else to do it. I would have to leave at like 10 in the morning to get over there at like 8 at night or something. Because like the six hour difference. But I left at probably 7 that night, landed in Reykjavik, Iceland at probably 4 a.m. And then landed in, landed in, uh... Gatwick Airport at probably 10 a.m. Yeah. So then it literally became like, like my own personal homeward bound to try to figure out where to get. It's like I gotta get home, like half asleep, just like I slept for probably like the first flight was like six, six and a half hours. Uh, I got like maybe two hours of sleep on that flight at best. The yeah. second flight, I'm like riding. It was like another like two and a half, three hours or something. By that. Cause you you've flown before and you probably know like what airport etiquette is like air like riding on that thing. It's like if you're on, if you have the window, it's like you get one arm and then you get a little bit of leg space. The people in the middle they get both arms and then no leg space, and then the other person gets one arm and they have to kind of like lean their legs out of the way. It's like that's the way it works. That's the way it should work. It's easy for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> when I was on the second flight, it was me, empty chair, and some chick. I swear to God, I, I was trying to sleep in this thing. I looked like a swastika. I tried just like all over. Like all that cur- like courtesy went out the window. I'm like jammed between the arm and the leg, like the one, the window. And like the, I didn't give a shit. By the time we got like off. one of those like inflatable tube men. You know what I mean? Just like arms flailing everywhere. Just oh no, I look like a room. I look like a, fu- yeah. <laughs> I look like a piece of something jammed into the couch, like between the seats of the sofa. <laughs> just like in there, just tight, just trying to sleep and could not fucking do it. Luckily, the one thing about like whenever I was over there, I uh, I, I met a guy, real nice guy. Uh, I, I will probably never see him again. Maybe we'll hear this once upon a time. Uh, he had a busted leg and he was going over to Europe, uh, to London because he was studying over there. And what happened was, uh, whenever we landed over to Reykjavik, he gets off and we're we're transitioning to the other plane and he's like he grabs me right before I get on. He's like, Hey, whenever we land, come grab me. I was like, What? He's like, just come grab me. I was like, Okay. So whenever we land in Heathrow or in uh, in Gatwick, 
I get off. He's already set up like riding Miss Daisy style where he's on like one of the the carts that they have. He's like up front. He's just like, oh, yeah, that's the guy I've been waiting for. Here, come on. We bypassed. Like we we it looked like we were like dignitaries, like delegates had just arrived at at, at Gatwick. We're just being passed up through everybody. We got up to where you have to come in and like, you know, use your passport and get into the country. There is amusement park line rides. We get all the way up there. And the guy was just like, oh, you guys can use that one. It's for the handicapped or whatever because he's, he's milking the hell out of this boot that he has on his leg. And the guy was just like, oh, you guys are traveling together? Instinctively, I just reach over and like grabbed his hand. I was just like, I know. I hope that's not going to be a problem. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, like immediately just like they don't want them to seem like they're bigots. It's like, yeah, we're together. We're traveling together. Is that fine with you guys? <laughs> it's the only time I ever got to piggyback off of somebody else's injury and they all think I'm gay now. <laughs> I'm just like, but it was much better than having to stand in that shit line we got dude flew right through it i would highly recommend it to anybody traveling travel Travel, yeah travel like yeah try to be a minority try to be like some type of like it's like travel travel with like a um what the hell do they call those like when you go with a pet your 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 travel pet or it's like people carry on yeah yeah no but they try to use it as like anxiety no they try like their uh their safety pet where they use it for like anxiety or like You know what I mean? I, I don't know the name, the term for that. I know it's, it's on the tip travel. of my. I can't think of what the hell it is, but like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like their security animal. Like people travel with like fucking dogs and birds and like cats, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's like that is the most ridiculous shit. You driving, you being an Uber driver and stuff now. You know that they're trying to get uh, trying a, to automate. well a bunch of well yeah. that yeah. well there's easily that, but uh, they're starting to do stuff now where it's like. Um, Uber pets, where you can have like your pet ride in the car with you and stuff. I don't know. I, I I still think that's probably up to the driver. I just wouldn't want him. I just well, you'd have to fight to go. You know, you don't want a dog riding around in your car. I don't want a dog like riding around and just like an antsy dog, untrained, untrained animal in there. Yeah, you don't want a feral creature in the backseat of your car. (laughs) Twice, uh, twice last night, I had a ride. Ask, can I can I jewel in here? I'm like, yeah, you gotta keep the window down. Can I draw? It's like, have you seen the news? Eight people died from drooling. Yeah, then you're immediately just like, you know what? Have at it. Just just as quick as you can through this shit. It's like, hopefully, yeah, but then you have an OD in the backseat of your car. I was driving all the way out. I went all the way out to, um, I was all the way out to Aliquippa last night. I went all the way out there because I drove a couple out all the way out to Swickley. A lot of fares out there, Andy? Nah, and it's, uh, I was all the way out to Swickley. <coughs> you know, you start to get pings from like further on up, like they're trying to take you further out because when you, the more you leave the city, because all the Ubers are just driving around the city of Pittsburgh. Everything's an Uber Lyft. Well, you, you either hang out like the it's uh, all, everything's all the airport and the city. It's yeah, all Uber Lyft. Yeah, airport. But you go uh, out to the suburbs, you go out to the city, and then probably south side, much, and uh, maybe Oakland. At night, everybody's out creeping around south side, like all right, yeah, everybody's ride. everybody's out boozing, getting their boozing done. Right. We're on the strip, right? Pick you it's up. a big night for us, huh? Yeah, we're yeah. down in the we're down in the, the big tips. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. No, I. Uh, it's funny you said yeah because they started doing that. I uh, whenever I used to valet before Uber and Lyft got like really popular, I would just jitney people around every now and again, and that was the best way to make money before like because every time you needed a, it's it was the response to the fact that like. Every time you needed a taxi, they were never around. And whenever like you didn't, they were you couldn't happen to like stumble without seeing like five of them. So it's like Uber coming into the city and shit was was huge. Lyft coming into the city was huge. 
But uh, before that, they've yet to. I don't. I believe they've yet to make. Like, I know Uber's yet to make a profit. They've like they lose like a billion dollars, billion and a half dollars. But it's still. It's like it's necessary though for the service. I mean, it's in demand. People need it all the time. It prevents like drunk driving and things of that nature. So it's like and people use it. They utilize it. It's I mean, like, there's I definitely. Why, a, I don't know why how they haven't been able to make a profit with it. I don't know how they haven't been able to do it. There's definitely a safety thing for it as well. They, as may, have, as they like, may end up. And it's like if they try to take money away from the drivers, you know, there there'll be a whole thing trying to unionize and stuff like that. It's just, but I don't know how they, how can you sustain, how can you sustain, you know, if you just have never made a profit yet? You know what I mean? At some point, you gotta return some right to your investors. Well, yeah, you're describing basic business one on one. It's like I supply you with this, and I want to make money off it enough that I can keep supplying. <laughs> Look up Uber. I think their market cap's like. But uh, like I used to, uh, yeah. I whenever I was valeting and stuff, I would jitney people around, and I would make decent money just jitneying people like to, uh, like cause the rest. The one restaurant that I worked at was like right in the city, and uh, people would just be going to like, oh, I'm trying to go to the Fairmonts, or I'm trying to go to the Omni William Penn, or I'm trying to go to you know the Wyndham or something. I'm just like, oh well, uh, I could just give you a ride, and I would just ride people over. They just throw me twenty bucks for taking them like three blocks, and it was just like. Yeah, <laughs> like it was amazing how much you could skim off the top doing this shit. I got tipped well the other night. I uh, drove like a couple, and then um, you know a girlfriend of uh, this dude's wife. So it was three of them in the car, and I drove them from the uh, the Chain Smokers concert. Oh yeah, they were in their fifties. <laughs> I have seen like so many people. <laughs> Snapchat was insane with how much stuff they did. I thought I was watching Cirque du Soleil because they just had like a metal. The one thing I saw was like they had like a big metal ball like cage. And uh, three motocross motorcycles going on with it, like in the middle of it, just riding around and shit. Just, I was just like, what the fuck is this? I thought this was music. It's just like they're like, this is what the chain smokers have. That's what, because I think it was them and like five, last night too. five seconds of summer or some shit. Carrie Underwood low key like showed up here. Like there was like no hoopla. Yeah. Here. I, knew cha- I knew chain smokers was. It was Friday, right? Chain smokers was the Friday. The Black Keys were here too. When was that? There's been a lot of acts coming to, I mean, PPG Paints. They get a lot of acts. They had the Black Keys, they had the Chainsmokers, and Carry Under all in a week. And then you have the Penguin Games. Oh, I went out, I went on Friday. Uh, I went on Friday out to, I keep wanting to call it Jurgles, and I know it's not fucking Jurgles. Uh, Craft House. Craft House all the way out up 51. And I went out there, and there was like some tiny country venue concert or something out there. And uh, are you a country fan at all, Andy? A little bit. A little bit? I, I, you know. You strike me as a guy who doesn't mind if he's talking talking tractors and shit. Oh, no. Oh, okay. You don't like, like, I should probably question it better. Girl country isn't bad. Like, I can listen to Stadium country. What's the Luke Bryan song? Johnny Cash is like an old school. You're rocking in my truck. I got through. I don't don't think that's uh, Luke Bryan, but it's. I could deal with some country songs. Just like the bro country that they have right now. Like the, the arena stadium, stadium, country. stadium country or arena country. That's I'll say this. I don't get Garth Brooks. I've never gotten like... No. I, 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 that dude sells out like crazy everywhere. But I've never gotten it. But he's... He's bigger than like Bruce Springsteen, but I just don't... The don't boss? You gonna throw that. him up against the boss? <laughs> he, yeah. He sold more albums and he sells out more... You know, when he does the stadium tour, he had the, I think Garth Brooks... He was doing college tours, wasn't he? He was setting up like colleges and doing a uh, Garth, Garth, Garth Brooks. He did a stadium. No, he did a stadium show, Pittsburgh, and, and those tickets sold like seventy thousand. Probably like, immediately. Show no, ever bigger than the Stones, bigger than like Bruce Springsteen, and they both had like some of the biggest shows. So it's like yeah, Garth Brooks. It's, yeah, it's, it's just weird to me. I guess just he's just he's able to combine like country and rock music, 
and it's just in a way where it's just people just like it. They just like listening to it. There's something. He's a, he's a weird dude, though. If you've seen like interviews, with him. oh yeah, he's what he posts. He's, he's a weird guy. He's like I love. I think he said in an interview he's, he's like, super disconnected. Yes, I am Ben Roethlisberger. Like he's just—it's weird. Like the shit will say in an interview. Yes, he is unbelievably like wildly disconnected from like his fan base. <laughs> it's pretty well. It's pre- I mean, watch like your mom's house and shit. They they really fucking tackle him like horribly. <laughs> it's great. It's great fucking dragging him through the mud. Yeah. But like, yeah, the stadium country or whatever is just kind of like. I never hear his songs on the radio. You know what I mean? No, I, 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 I I'm not listening to those stations though and stuff. I mean, like nowadays, everything's like you just streaming everything anyway. But you think with a guy like Garth Brooks, he has like, you, like dude, there's no, they don't put CD players in cars you'd have, anymore. You'd have a pop crossover like hit that it's just you'd hear on like a Bob FM state or something like that. It's like you listen to a classic. You would have to hear that like randomly. You just have to be there at the you'd right time. Have to big one four point seven country or whatever. You'd probably just have it have to be on a country station. Yeah, you would have to literally, but then. Yeah, you'd have to be at the right place at the right time on that station to get a Garth Brooks song. Yeah, because like, yeah, but like, he's older. He's from like the nineties. Yeah, but going out, going out there and see that. Like, I am not a country fan, even the slightest. I do enjoy country concerts as far as like tailgating, but like after that, I will not go. I think May May. next year. I kind of want to go. I was at the football game, and it literally, it already said it. It was just like coming clicks, coming next year, May third, Kenny Chesney. Fuck our parking lot up again. (laughs) I'm debating whether to go to the tailgate or to drive to the tailgate. But if I drive to that tailgate, man, there could be people just vomiting. You. But it's like don't they have rules about that now? Yeah, but it's just like still just the idea. Like I just I don't want. You know what I mean? I don't want somebody just puking in my car. You know what I mean? Either way. I, if, yeah, even, nobody's actively looking for that. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, I just don't, yeah. I, but I think he, Somebody who's looking for that's on Craigslist. Yeah, I think the payout for that is Come like, over and take a shit in my two, car. I think the payout for that is like 100, 200 bucks maybe. Yeah, they, but... They vomit. Yeah, and then they gotta clean it. And I make them clean it and be like, no, but they'd be drunk, so they can't. They're not gonna be. I know. That's usually the always the argument. It's like, oh, yeah, they puke in there and then they make them clean it up. It's and like, you think somebody who just fucking. They're just gonna be like. It's like, no, no, no. no you're, they're gonna spread it around. You're smearing like, it. You're yeah. smearing it. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, but like, it's. This is, it's a, good, this is a good note. We've just gotten into puking in the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a vomit themed podcast. So you've almost got an hour done. Yeah, but it, it's, it's fucking insane that the fact that, like, Cause like I I the one thing about like when I was valeting was I would get really good tips from people just like riding them over like dude what's what's the what do you think is the craziest story you have from Ubering? You have to have one that stands out. I have a few from when I used to either jitney people or just valeting and getting to meet like celebrities. I met so many fucking celebrities. My favorite drunk celebrity story. I've yet to meet a celebrity. Yeah. Uber. I'm, trying, I'm trying to think. Just... My favorite drunk celebrity story of a guy who was just hammered. Uh, I was working at a restaurant right by the convention center, uh, and Lou Ferrigno and William Shatner came into the restaurant, and I was just like, "Oh, nice! This is Priceline, right?" It's like it's like how everybody's just saying shit. It's like, "Hey, this is Starship Enterprise." It's like just saying dumb shit to him. Uh, Lou Ferrigno, as old as he is now, not as in the shape that he once was. <laughs> he is not the Hulk anymore. But um, apparently they went into the restaurant, and they got so shit-faced while they were in there. They called a taxi. Lou Ferrigno comes out, and William Shatner was just tossed. Shatner is just like, he's stumbling, he's running, he's, 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 he's talking in consonants. 
He's not even making real words. He's just like, he's like, it's like, did you ask me where the closest Taco where they, Bell where was? Where were they in town for? I have no idea what the hell they were in town for. Um, yeah, like them working together. It's like I didn't realize they were old time buddies in the first place. But okay. he had them. Like they opened up the taxi and fucking uh, Shatner's like yelling stuff back. Lou Ferrigno literally just takes his foot and boots him into the cab. And he's just like, thank you. We had a great time. I am so sorry. It was like leaving a seat of a crime. <laughs> like, and just got him the fuck out of there. I got to meet, uh, I got to meet one of the Stones before. Um, you met Ron Wood. I met Ron Wood. Yeah. That's what I met. I met Ron Wood uh, down at the restaurant because he was asking about our, he was asking about our um, convention center because he thought it was a stadium. He's like, oh, he plays over there at the stadium right there. I was just like, what's that? He's just like the, the big stadium you have sitting right there. That what team plays in there? I was like, that's a convention center, sir. <laughs> the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. I was like, that's a circus that happens in there because it was like right around the time like the furries were in town. Yeah. So I was like, furries that's and furries and Rolling Stones. I was like, that's a big Super top, and there's a circus happening in it right now. <laughs> but, I don't think it's like I've only done Uber like. For about six, seven weeks. I don't really... I've never really had... You've only done it for that long? I thought you were like did it longer. Nah. I thought you did it way longer. Last month. And um, I've, I've yet to get... I've yet to get a real crazy like story. I've just... I've had like... Yeah. I've just had like places where... You know, the drop-off wasn't really... Working. Like, One of the... For them and they were just freaking out. Then they cancel it mid-Uber. Then, re- then like try to restart it. And then they'd call like whoever they were talking to and they'd start like yelling about it but you know I haven't had some where it's like I've been threatened or like oh I'm not saying about that like, shit no, it's like, yeah, it's like yeah. I'm trying to think of like something like crazy that's, it's just not really yet it's been pretty S- sir pretty you left your butterfly blade in my car I don't know what you have to do Somebody with this but jewel behind Oh, that's the dumb. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like the lame. That's like a lame thing. It's, it's like I can't wait till the guy with the curly mustache comes back and claims this. We're quiet and just you know, or they're like drunk and quiet or just quiet and people just play on their phone. Kind of just, Most of the time, I feel that's usually what it is. Yeah. It depends on like the person you're riding around with because I've Ubered like a handful of times. I'd want to get a celeb. I'd want to get like a. Uh, I've got to park. Get a celebrity if you hang around the airport. Though. I've got to park a lot of, like, really nice celebrities' cars and shit. Like, uh... Oh, the fun... Yeah, the one funny thing was... Uh... I got to park... Uh... Jerome Bettis' car before. Okay. It's, like, a big, huge SUV. But, you know. But, like, he gets out of the car, and I just go over and talk to him, like... Because they're just people. They're just regular people. Yeah. I was just like, hey, what's up? How are you? Welcome, man. Glad to have you. Get in there. Enjoy yourself. Just, like, shooting the shit for a second. Just, like... As soon as I parked his car, I came back. The kid I was working with asked me, he's like, dude, do you know Jerome Bettis? I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah, we travel in the same social circles together. Why wouldn't I? It's like, I was like, in what world do you think I know Jerome Bettis on some type of personal level? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's weird. I just saw him at the same nonprofit event, uh, what, like Tuesday, something like that. It's like, yeah, really. he lets me call him Rome. That's how good a buddy. You talk to him like we're on a softball team together. But like, we opened the door and I realized that like, Watching the way that, like, some of these celebrities, like, handle themselves, like, going into, like, certain restaurants and dining spots and shit, like, around the city, uh, it makes me realize that I would not be able to handle fame. Not like I'll ever get it someday, but, like, he comes in, dude, he comes right into the restaurant, open it right up the double doors. It's like, I never think anybody would touch him. I think they would have just opened automatically. (laughs) He walks right in, and, like, people are coming out. One guy's just like, hey, what's up, Jerome? He's like, hey, what's up? How are you? Some of the guy's like, Rome, good to see you, man. Keep going. He's like, thank you. Appreciate it. Some lady walks up, sees him, and immediately fucking screams. Like, she's never seen somebody bigger. She's just like, ah! 
not. He's just like calm, cool, and collected. He's like, I know. It's like if that was me and that happened to me, I'd be like, I know. I can't fucking believe it's me either. What the hell is this? I have to just get annoyed. I have to just get annoying. It's. Like, actually, <laughs> I, uh, some people will become like reclusive. Yeah, it makes dude. It, it's it's unbelievable. Like how many like. Like a guy who's just going out and going to a restaurant and just trying to like escape from like his realm of like existence for like a little bit and like how many people have to like stop and like eventually after a while you probably have to tell people it's like hey listen I, I, I'm here I'm, I'm kind of on a tight schedule I kind of have to go it's like I can't sign up anything it's like you get a picture real quick but whatever but like people like just dive at you again I've seen people get upset about that shit be like whatever dude you're not you ain't shit without that it's just like dude He's just trying to go do this normal... He's just trying to go into his, his grill. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to go. It's like, listen, I'm just trying to get over there, get myself a nice sandwich, just hang the hell out. My name is on this goddamn thing. Yeah. Just let me go for a minute. But, like, it, yeah, it's I've, I've met... Um, the one thing that I, I thought that was so funny was um, uh, the, the dude from all the Fast and Furious movies, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel came into the restaurant the one time, and they uh, and they snuck him in the back. I didn't see him. They snuck him in the back of the thing. They like put a coat over top of him and shit. I was just like, who the hell cares? He'd be like, be like Vin, Vin. I loved you in the Pacifier, man. When are you gonna come out with a second? It's like, uh, it's just like, it's like I, there there We're are family. some. That's what you say. We're family. Yeah, I don't. All those movies. We're family. The the funniest thing is though too. Uh, I will tell you the probably the craziest story I have from from parking people's cars was um, I parked Wiz Khalifa's manager's car before Wiz wasn't there, <laughs> but some guy drives in. He's got like some gigantic suburban or whatever, and uh, I get in his car, and I have never seen a more casual setup for weed in my entire life. Just weed Nobody's been this good, dude. I get in the car. He's got a grinder. It was still warm. He must have been using it. <laughs> like he has. Oh, he has Wiz Khalifa papers. Because I was like, yeah, of course, brand loyalty. Why wouldn't you? It's like my boy right here, man. Roll the hell out of this. Um, yeah, a cup, a bowl, a fucking grinder, Wiz Khalifa brand papers, everything. So I get in there, and I think what anybody else would think, like, there's probably enough weed in this place to kill a family of five. <laughs> like, I'm thinking, like, where would I put it if I was him? I opened up the glove box. I opened up the glove box. It was like the Willie Nelson starter kit. It's like a whole other set of bowls. And literally, I could only describe it as like a duffel bag of weed. Like he must have had to like put some shoulder into it to get this much weed into this glove box. Yeah, and a couple holders too. Yeah. Again, it's like this casual was insane to me. But I get in there and I'm just like, well, he's probably not going to miss this. So I reached in my hand and grabbed weed out and stuff. So I was just like, whatever he's got enough he's not gonna fucking care yeah. i come back and i tell everybody i was like dude dude, dude you're not gonna believe whose car i just parked and they're like yeah that's whiskey his manager's car i was like what i was like yeah you just parked what's his name's car i was like oh that explains the papers <laughs> but uh <laughs> i told him i was like dude i jacked weed to that car i was like really i was like yeah but it's like it was like a long enough time ago like before like how lackadaisical like pittsburgh's got with like their weed laws and everything it's like it's decriminalized in the city yeah, yeah, nobody gives a shit much. yeah, yeah. but it was like so far back when it's just like it's like nobody you think he's gonna go to the manager and rat me out it's like he's gonna fucking get like it's like you have weed in your car like you're missing the point sweetheart somebody was stu- like i would always laugh thinking about like if that scenario actually played out like he calls the restaurant up 
Like, it's like, hi, this is Wiz Khalifa's manager. Like, hi, I know who you are. It's like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. Anywho, uh, I believe something was stolen on my car by one of your valets. But like, oh, my God, sir, I'm so sorry. I, that's not, like, our policies at all. We always hire the best. Nobody would do like that. Uh, well, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And uh, what was taken out of the vehicle? He's like, listen, that's not important, okay? Like, the only thing you need to know is that uh, stuff was taken out of the car. I need to figure out who's working there and stuff. And then we're going to go from there, okay? And by the way, if I can't say it, I think some of your guys are high. I don't know how. Again, no idea how they could be, but I'll bet some of your guys are high. <laughs> I just, I would have loved to have that scenario plan out. To be fair, though, shout out, he does have good weed. <laughs> it was pretty good weed. <laughs> I was crushed. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I should have grabbed some papers. I should have bra- grabbed some Wiz Khalifa brand rolling papers. <laughs> so you said, um, going back to earlier with like the mic, you said there'd be a, there's a second mic in the works, but that's just in early talks. The, it is going to happen. The first one's going to happen sooner than the other one. Okay. Uh, the only thing is, again, yeah, it's going to be up most likely, unless I can switch it around. I don't want to promote it too much because, yeah. I mean, it's going to be more or less, it'll either be probably Mondays at 7 up at Sloppy Joe's, Mount Washington and shit. Come okay. up there, yeah. che- come there, check it out. A lot of great comedians are going to be there. Um, but if I can, like I said, I- I'm going to try to go up there tonight and-, and try to talk to the owner and everything and shit, see if I can get it going where uh, I can get like a Wednesday slot so that it- it's going to get people to entice. Because the- from what I understand, man, the life-, the life of these open mics, they come and go. I mean, unless you're like, you know... Yeah, it's like one week like yeah, Apple and the next once like all right it's done it's like all right we took it down to like a, we took it down from like weekly to like monthly yeah. and then monthly like because uh, like one that really comes out to mind is like uh that froggies froggies isn't a thing anymore is it no it's not no exactly it was they had like what three or four of them yeah papa d's was good for a while that's done uh r bar i never actually went to r bar but i, I knew went there, like twice yeah i never i never went to r bar um, Dormont, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. So the, the shelf life of most of these things, they come and go. Like a lot of them, yeah, it's like a six month. It, you're lucky if you get like six months. I'm, that's why I think like. Yeah, but I think it's just, it's, I know Pleasure Bar's been around for a while. Like a, a few, like I, it might be like. I think hand bones will survive years. the test of time, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, there's, a lo- there's a number of reasons that hand bones will it, survive like the test of time. Yes, yeah, something. There's two separate things. You have the bar, and then they have what would be considered the venue. So it's like you have the bar separated from it versus like. Like when I first went up to Scarps, like a long time ago and stuff, like all they had was just like it was a corner. You literally just had a corner. Now it's like, you know, a stage, lights, the proper context for stand-up. There's a logo behind you. There's a spotlight and shit. You know, it's, it actually has it put it's together where, yeah, yeah, you actually have it put together where it's a legit, we do comedy events, comedy mics, comedy stuff here. So it, it you know, presence and showcases everything. Um, but, and I feel like if I can get it on a Wednesday, that would be amazing. But I feel like also I would be kind of riding the coattails of Scarps. Because, like, they've been around for, like, what, five years at least or something like that. Yeah. If they keep going, hopefully it keeps going, uh, like, I would immediately be able to just have that. And then it would give a reason to come to mind and then hop right over to Scarps and go back and, you know, to the stuff you've come to know and love for five years strong. Yeah. Oh. So, like, that would easily be something to go for. I think for. Parkway's been going on for almost three years. 
Yeah, Parkway's been at it. Parkway's pretty. Parkway's been at it for a while, and I think that'll that'll stand out too. That'll keep going as well. Yeah, it's like every day of the week. They're under new management, as far as for the mic. Every every day of the week, there's like a mic that's been around for a while, but it's like trying to add like another one. It's because like Pittsburgh, it's just. I mean, there's not many people like in terms of like consistently going to open mics. It's probably around. It's like what forty comedians. I mean, like you get forty at Hambones and. Get forty at Amazon, but then other places. There's the core group of people I think that always go. Other places it'll only be like uh, (coughs) fifteen, fifteen to twenty going to others. But when you're at Amazon, it's like forty. Then sometimes it might go down again. Because I heard it's like some people were saying, like starting out, Amazon's like it would go up to thirty. But then like a bunch of people started doing it, and so like then all of a sudden like they had to shorten the time you get on the mic and then they're all of a sudden there were 40 but it might it probably goes through like eras but I don't know I think a lot of people are giving it a shot because of podcasting and stuff like that and just you know how comedians are pretty like pretty big right now there's like a comedy boom like I always read about in the 80s but I think now it's like everybody knows like comedians like people love podcasts people love like comedian podcasts and Joe Rogan is one of the bigger ones oh he's a staple dude he is he's the foundation that that if it's not Joe, I mean Joe Rogan's obviously huge, but I think before him it was Mark Maron was probably one of the first podcast guys. But Joe has Bill Burr's always been there. But yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, they, there's a lot of these like established podcasts. They've been at it for at least like what ten years. Yeah, yeah. They've been doing it probably for a close long to like That's yeah. Why, like they were like one of the first to do it, and they probably didn't really start building. I know they didn't sell around like you know four or five years into it. I know Legion of, Sk- Legion of Skanks is one of the ones that I listen to all the time. Uh, and they have, like, Gas Digital. You know, they're uh, they're getting huge podcasts going on. They're big-name guys. It's it's great. Uh, they're always bringing in new content, new uh, new shows, new ideas, new whatever the hell they can do. Um, but I think Legion of Skanks has been going on for at least, like, eight years. Yeah. I want to say at least eight years. And then the same thing with, you know, Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. And then... Uh, well, you gotta figure like with Joe Rogan, like it, it's Joe started o- in two thousand nine. It started in two thousand nine. Yeah. So he's doing it for a decade. All right. But still, like you figure, like now that he's got the popularity, he's spitting out a new podcast like every day or every other yeah, day. Like, he'll do like three a week or something. Yeah, he'll spit like, out a new he, podcast he, like he every day or every other day. Want to come on there? Yeah, he. Almost. But like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like, I mean, you got huge out. people, huge I people. I want to see Dave Chappelle on there. I don't think that'll ever happen. That's always been talked about. Uh, it's been talked about, but I do not believe that Dave Chappelle would ever go on there. Like, I just he, he just, just he he just he has his own he has his own lane. You know what I mean? I mean, if there was a podcast for him to go on to, it probably would be Joe Rogan's. But he lives in Ohio. He probably thinks like, what, what do I have to prove? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's probably one thing about it. He's like, he's he's anything. he's a titan in the industry. He's I mean, not gonna I mean, fuck. Yeah, he's like, I make twenty million a special. That's all I have to do. Tour a bit, do a special, make twenty million, go home. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he doesn't. He's just like, what do I have to promote? You guys are gonna, you'll probably come see it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but they also do. Um, I mean, yeah. Well, the other, well, the other uh, Mike that you were talking about stuff is again. That'll be out. I think that'll be more details soon. More details soon, but so far, what I can probably say is like, it'll be. I think it'll start out like once a month. Yeah. See about that for a minute, and then go from like a showcase thing. Yeah, try to get it as a showcase because uh, they were trying to do it on like either Fridays or Saturdays, and I pitched the idea for Fridays, but that could also change and do that maybe on Saturdays. Okay. Uh, 
But if we do it on Fridays, I figure do it like the last Friday of every month to offset from what's going on with uh, the Parkway Theater. Because every last Friday of the month, they always have uh, a jazz something going on down there. Yeah, so sense. people are going to be like, well, we don't have Parkway this Friday. What can we do? It's like, oh, we'll go check this out. Okay. So it's just a reason to try to get people out, support local comedy, get artists and everybody involved, and yeah, just come out and have a good time. Support the bars, support the artists, support everything. We need enough. We need. We need a lot more. Of it. Got any uh, anything else to add? Oh, plugs. We're doing plugs now. <laughs> yeah. I don't stop it by, man. I appreciate it on this nice Sunday afternoon. Nice day. You know, could have went for a walk. Could have walked the dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, we we look like a news crew you just came, walking around with like, the mic. You came to. You came to the Stoochcast. That's that shows dedication. And heart. <laughs> this has been a long time coming. I'm I'm glad you finally got me on here. I'm happy to be here. That's so. Good, <laughs> Yeah, next time we'll just walk around the neighborhood and shit with microphones. It look like we're just doing like we'll man on the street. Yeah, we're doing man on the beach or man on the uh, man on the street. We'll do bits. one of those. Like, <laughs> you, ever those you ever see those things? Whenever people do. So, like, sir, do you know about what's going on with China lately? You ever see, you ever see those things? It's like people will just do. Um, Have you heard do, about Syria? They'll do gotcha shit on the street. They'll they'll, try, they'll go to, it, and it'll be like liberal conservative stuff. So it's like I know, um, like on Fox, they'll do that where they'll go into like a liberal college campus and they'll try to pick on people and make. Make them seem dumb, or it's like on like a late night show, like The Daily Show or something. They'll go to a conservative area and then they'll try to make them seem dumb too to get their point across. It's like so uh, that's, that's what we would do. We do it something like that, but not play. We'll do it with like uh, sports. Like I well, you you do that. Hearted. There are comedians that have like those uh those tricks or whatever. After a while, it's like like when you reach rule out, of threes. Well, not I was gonna not that, but like if you reach out to the uh, if you reach out to the audience about something, you already kind of have like something set up. You know what I mean? Like you're asking them a yeah. question to kind of set them up for failure. I gotta write down like but stuff it gets, like crowd work, hypotheticals. Like ask them a question and then like give them a, yeah. I know it, it's one of those things where like you already have it kind of like, you know, on deck, ready to go. Like you have a response already, unless they give like some wild fucking response that's like, okay, elaborate on that, you crazy person. <laughs> it's like, uh, but yeah, do shit like that. Again, yeah, that's, that's a game with like me kind of changing my act up a little bit is like, going out to the crowd and getting the crowd more involved and like getting them kind of like not giving the crowd the exact power over the entire set but like enough that like gets them involved because again the same thing it's like if you get like those late spots you kind of gotta like you know rattle the cage and get these people like back into like hey guys comedy remember all right <laughs> yeah comedy we got more coming at you coming up on the stage now <laughs> like yeah just try to get people involved so I got um, yeah man thanks for coming on uh, this is uh you know, Stitchcast 103. There's going to be more to come. Someday I'll have a sponsor. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Ian, thanks again for coming on. Thanks for having me, Stooge.